Welcome back to the Canadian Gumball Behind the Vault Door. My name is Mark Morelli. I'll be your podcast host. Joining me today, none other than living legend, oh. my co-host, oh. right. <laughs> my partner in crime. No, no, that sounds uh, <clears throat> that sounds misleading. Okay, uh, none other than Coach Nick. Coach Nick, thank you for joining Sitting us. Sitting at the kitchen table this time. Kitchen table. If you hear some, if you hear some creaking in the background, it's probably me leaning on the table. Uh, my grandfather had a way of doing it. Yeah, uh, every time with the with the elbows. Yep, with the elbows. And uh, I can tell you, I never forgot. He sat at the table and he just watched. My grandfather loved to study human beings. You could tell. Everybody else would be like talking away, arguing over the latest thing. You know, uh, the dinner table at my grandparents' house had no less than, you know, uh, 10 people at it at all times. Oh, Sometimes you'd squeeze in a few more. And I can tell you that, you know, I saw some of the most entertaining conversations you could ever possibly imagine, you know, growing up in the 70s. And, of course, I remember some of the conversations. And uh, a lot of them revolved around uh, politics, religion. You know, you could tell by the level of fighting that was going on at the table that there was always some hot topic. That, nobody that, was, and nobody was ever angry. That's just the the the, the volume level. Oh, uh, you know, hey, there, hey, I, no, it was the Morelli household. I saw a few people storm out unhappy over the years, uh, but most times, though, you would be able to uh, discuss it, uh, talk it out, make your point. Uh, I loved watching debates growing up. I I always found them fascinating. It was interesting. Always with my uncles. Yeah, they would always be. They would always be debating against uh, or against each other, but uh, over various topics. Yeah. yeah. Well, my grandfather, though, would watch this uh, ballet of a mixture of arguments and discussions. Uh, you know, we ballet? were. I thought you were going to start talking about Hanrahan. No, no. And, and, and I. Uh, <clears throat> they're knocking that place down. Eh? They're going to make the like, building's getting knocked down. They're doing something to it. They're, ma- they're making it. They don't hang out in that area. You if you, if you live in the Hamilton area and you don't know what Hanner landmark, is, it's a landmark. <laughs> for, not going to say why, <laughs> you know. But it, anybody who's familiar with it will know exactly why anybody, we're saying it's a any, landmark. Anybody that knows that particular establishment, former, former yeah, yep, former establishment now, yeah. Right, a passage actually for you know any many a Hamilton male youth. Ham, uh, uh, you know what? Unbelievably so. If you were one of the rich kids, you know, you might leave town if you had a car. Well, you head out to Berlin to go to solid gold. Yeah, to go to the gold. The money. A, or if you're a big spender, you go all the way to Niagara. All the, <laughs> to the sun Because downer. all roads lead to the sun <laughs> You know, I remember the With commercials. The showers. I, you that know, was the com- We stole a stripper stool from the sundowner. Oh, my God. When we were God. 19. Oh, my God. That, you know what? That place, uh, I swear to God. Uh, th- so there was this one particular <clears throat> men's uh, gentleman's club. And of course, uh, the girls were, for lack of a better term, strippers, uh, exotic dancers, <laughs> exotic dancers. So, Let's try to make that sound that profession. You know, yeah. I, I got, I got no, pro- I have no problems with the exotic dancers. I bet you don't. No, no. Well, I mean, it's a job. It's a job like any other. Well, um, you know, like I mean, I, when I, when I say that, I, I, <laughs> I must preface the comment by saying that you know, I never really spent any time. In, in strip clubs. Growing up, you know, I went. Uh, I was forced to go at a few, you know, bachelor parties. Right, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, an occasion. But yeah. I, it, at some point, though, you know, um, in, in my mind, it made total sense that it was a waste of money and that the drinks were awfully expensive. And there's no surprises. Yeah. Like, you know, <laughs> yeah. you kind of know what's going to happen yeah. and what you're going to see. You, you know, you're, yeah. So, you <laughs> know, I, I remember growing up 
you know, in a town with, you know, it's a it's a rough rough town, Hamilton. You know, the North End parts of it, yeah, part, parts of it. Um, you know, when I say that Hamilton, I, I consider Hamilton to be the most beautiful city uh, in in Ontario to me, and which would make people laugh because I'm sure as you're driving by on the highway, all you see is industry. You see the stacks. You whatever, see the yeah. stacks, and yeah. you know, you see things floating in the in the bay. You know, you're looking for that okay. body that okay. might get spotted. It's not Detroit, okay? Okay, it's- but well, you know what? I remember, I remember growing up. Um, you know, we had family in Detroit. There was a sister city to Hamilton, so we would go over there, and my my parents would say we don't drive down those streets yeah you know <laughs> yeah. don't stop to ask him for directions no yeah you know um it, it could be it could be quite scary you know sometimes going into the united states but uh if you've ever been to hamilton it's a nice town uh certainly there's a, it's a got booming personality that's it, for sure. it definitely does it has it has a really gritty uh you know colorful i used to describe it uh, you know population and you've got some of the roughest people you've ever met mixing with uh, some of the um, most, you know, upper crust. You know, you get those people that wander in from Ancaster. <laughs> it's a mistake. <laughs> it's a, they realize very quickly. Or they're they very forced that they, they're, because the only, whatever they need is only available in that they're one not, spot. They're not that hoity-toity. It's not like they're Oakville or anything like that. Not far off. Oh yeah, you know that's that's that. I spent. I taught. I taught in Oakville for a year, so I have the experience. Well, and, and then I transfer it out. So, so it's so it's was it like teaching? You know, Ancaster uh, in Oakville. Or no, sorry, Oakville. It it, it uh, I was in a school that was one year new. Yeah, and my. The, the window of my room over, was faced, overlooked the front of the school entrance. Yeah. So I'm teaching there one day and see the Ferrari go by. Yeah. Hang on, kids. And I go and look. Yeah. <laughs> right? Oh, yeah. So the, at that point in time, and this is 14 years ago, the homes, because it, it was a new community as well. Yeah, yeah. The homes averaged between 500 and 750 then. 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 Though, though, that was, those would have been really, really monstrous houses yeah. too. Yeah. So, but it, it, it was uh, a school where... The, the principal, thank God she's retired now, was just an absolute bitch. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like she was just, she was, she was, ter- she was a terrible administrator. Uh, and the parents ran the school. Really? Oh, that's not good. So, so, you know, very high achieving, overachieving type, right? And didn't respect you for your position, for your job. Um, I would get knocks on my door. I remember one time I got a knock on my door during a lesson. And it's a parent calling me out in the hall. And I'm like, I'm teaching. I didn't get in, you know, I didn't yeah. get any notification from the yeah. office. Yeah. So I ignored it because like, I'm teaching. I'm not interrupting my class. If it's important, I would know. Yeah. This person just walked in, didn't go to the office, didn't notify anybody. Yeah. Just walked in and came right up to the classroom because they're kids in my class. He's messing with your rhythm. What's that? He's, what? He's messing with your rhythm. She. She. Oh, okay. So. So course, see, I just assumed it was yeah. he. Yeah. <laughs> and so, and so later in the day, the principal calls, calls me to the office. Why didn't you? I'm like. I was in the middle of a lesson. Yeah. Yeah, but I'm like, I don't care. I was in the middle of a lesson. Like, if it's that important, I'll know that there's an emergency whatever. Right? You're like kindergarten cop. That's the way, no, that's, you don't, I, you that's don't, the way I imagine you. I will come to the door when I'm good and ready. Mind you, mind you, the Christmas <laughs> gifts are fantastic. Really? <laughs> oh, there's got to be a That sounds out. very superficial, and, 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 <laughs> but, and, and I didn't mean it to, but it was like, there was, there was, there were some parents that were very nice and yeah. very, but the majority, more so, unfortunately, were, were, um, basically because they have money and all this kind of thing, uh, would, and, and the principal wanted no part in, in, in saying no to these people. No, no. 
So, one year, I'm out. <laughs> I'm out. Oh, oh really? You didn't, fare, you didn't fare well? No, I decided to change schools. Oh, yeah, you got out of it there. It was my choice. Oh, good. So, I, I decided to book it back to... I bur- thought maybe you got caught making a kid do push-ups or something. No, I know. <laughs> making a kid work. Oh, no. Better put, put you in front of the tribunal. <laughs> Little Johnny has to burn a few brain cells. <laughs> oh, my God. Well... But yeah, it's like I don't want I don't want any part of that. You no. want to be anybody somebody else wants to work in a shishi community like that and whatever, yeah. fine. Not me. I was I uh, you know, that's not good for Hamilton people. Well, you know what? I want to, you know, as much as I love talking about Hamilton, which uh, honestly, and I'm being sincere, I actually truly do love that city. I want to bring it back to my grandfather at the uh, dinner table, family dinner table. You got to imagine like 12, 14 people. You know, my grandmother, she makes pies like seven at a time. Oh, yeah. With 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 a whole bunch of food on the table. That is pigeon. But you're told it's chicken. Oh, yeah. You know, you never, you know, well, you know, that was that was the other side of my everything's chicken. That that was the other side of my family. I had I had grandparents that were like my grandfather uh, on my mother's side was like a mountain man right he was from Did like, he have a big beard? You know, I never I never knew my grandfather to have facial hair. Uh but he was from the mountains and so he like snared rabbits and with his hands and hunted. <laughs> oh yeah, you know, and and he used to tell me stories about how they would, you know, how they survived the depression and he said that we hunted you know, that was what we did. We went and actually hunted for our food. Yeah. And I, I remember even as a child respecting that and, you know, realizing that if, if times were tough, my grandfather. Like total alpha male. You know, I'd go out and kill something to yeah. eat. Yeah. You know, like. Um, you got to survive so you do what you got to do. Yeah. Like if you can imagine a world where, you you know, not only can you not drive somewhere to pay for. Now all the beta males out there, just relax. Yeah. Calm we're, not, down. we're not banging on you. Go get go get some soy milk and you'll be. I, you know what? I will. I You know what? If, if you don't know how to uh, pull a fish out of a river or uh, bring down a deer without an AR-15. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> you don't. Damn. Know. How are we going to get that deer now with no AR? An AR-15. To take down a deer. Gee, don't, because that reminds me of that clown that's you know, on TV. Oh my god. The lies that spill out. Refocus, mouths, refocus, refocus. Unbelievable. No, no, I'll get I'll get back I'll to get, okay, I'll, get, I'll get back to my grandfather. Well, not all, all all roads lead to Rome, as he would say. Because um, we're gonna talk about my grandfather watching and observing people around the dinner table as they have wonderful conversation and or uh, debates. Love a coffee. Absolutely. Well, I'm gonna you're gonna, you want that? You want the coffee before you finish that? Yeah, oh yeah, I'll, I'll take that. Absolutely. Coach Nick has been kind. Thank you. Uh, Coach Nick has been kind enough to uh, provide me with dinner tonight. I, uh, you know what? I, I showed up. We're not, you know, really maintaining grand social distancing as he hands me a plate, you know, with <laughs> a piece of chicken on it. And I haven't had Kentucky Fried Chicken. I haven't. I. I, I <laughs> when we talked earlier today. I told you I was out running errands, and I've been craving fried chicken for like two weeks. I don't. <laughs> know why just craving the hell out of it so i'm driving by there's not a, there's a kfc not far from here yeah and, and i'm like damn it i'm in <laughs> you just jumped on and this it, is like eh? three o'clock i'm like i gotta do it so i went through the drive-thru got a box of fries and a small uh mini whatever half bucket and Damn, it tasted good. Well, I'll, I'll tell you something. Cholesterol. I, like, I can feel the cholesterol <laughs> points rise <laughs> as we speak. I'll tell you, I I have not had Kentucky Fried Chicken in so long. And I mean, now is the last time I should ever have it. Uh, you know, Corona has managed to put, you know, 10 or 15 pounds around my waist that I can't stand. And it's totally my fault. Uh, you know, if you spend a lot of time at your home, 
You make a lot of trips to the fridge, you guys out there. You know what I'm talking about. I'm sure there's some ladies out there that wish they weren't home so much. Um, you know, there definitely uh, is is grand opportunity to uh, raid the fridge when you're working at home. And uh, truthfully, the onus falls on everybody to get out there and get themselves active. But I'm sitting here, and I've already eaten one piece, but I'm afraid. <laughs> I'm afraid to get into the second one because I haven't had Kentucky Fried Chicken in so long. I don't even know what it's going to do to me. It's not moving. It's I re- okay. No, no, no. I realize that, but, you know, like... Honestly, it's deep fried chicken and I've been, you know, I've been living clean so long with, you know, like, um, you know, grilled chickens and trying to go with salads and, and trying to stay on top of my you health. You know what? No, 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 no. Listen, dude, I am, uh, dude, I am super jacked. I loved it. I've, I've eaten one piece. I'm not, no, 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 no. Are you kidding me? I'm just, I'm pacing myself. I'm, I just don't want to put it all down at once. I want to see. You know, the, listen, there are so many kids out there that right now that have no idea what we're talking about but like when you like cruise on over 40 years of age like enjoy eating everything you want now and I'm really not there's nobody urinating that's coffee being made yeah right you know what so coach Nick has been kind enough to make me a coffee uh he's fed me with uh, some Kentucky fried chicken some good old-fashioned KFC and and I am like honestly it was so good it was so good buddy like I just oh Man, I like I, I really am struggling to not get into the second one. You saw me start picking at it already. Um, I haven't had this in so long, but I'm loving it. You know what? Not since I was a kid, really, when you think about it. That was when we had KFC. It was like a treat. Uh, one sugar, one milk, please. And thank you, sir. So, you know, I, uh, I came over to Coach Nick's because uh, I started my day treated to a video of a Tucker Carlson. Yeah, like I mean, you, you know, Coach, I want I want you to come back here for this one. So you know, you got to know, folks. Uh, I appreciate everybody that sends in the news to us. Um, you know, we got to vet things. Some things are a little bit easier to do than others. Uh, thank you, sir. And I can tell you that uh, for everybody that sends in, you know, content and material for us to, you know, go through, uh, we really appreciate it. It's a huge help. Uh, I'm sure there's people that think I have an entire team, uh, and I do. It's the community of the Canadian Gun Vault. You guys have been absolutely fantastic. Um, if you haven't heard by now, Trump's been issuing some pretty stern orders to the social media groups and the um the tech biggies, you know, clean up your act or else. Uh, social media has been restricting uh, right, uh, right related content. Uh, it would seem conservative content is being restricted on the internet. And I, I could certainly attest to it. I watched, you know, um, a lot of things change over the last year or so. Uh, I think it's fantastic that we've been stalled at the same number, which is like mathematically impossible, uh, you know, to, to get a certain number like in the seventies and not, um, and not continue to grow when you know people are finding out about you every day, which is really kind of um, frustrating. Yeah. I mean, I've been there from not from day one, but from relatively early mm-hmm. on. And and like the growth was 11,000, 11, 1100 a month. Oh, yeah. It was for know, like two and a half years. Oh, yeah. It was it was going crazy for a while. And we then were, it's like it was stuck at like 64 or 65 yeah. or something like that. Then well, it bumped. And then it's been at... I guess within a thousand followers of 70,000, 71,000 for about a year. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We had to struggle to get into the 70s. Yeah. And then I could tell you we had uh, we had a massive rush of traffic when they made the announcements relating to the bands. But, you know, watching over the years, you know, um, the hurdles 
you know, in terms of uh, the algorithm and, you know, jumping around anybody out there who's ever been, you know, um, censored, uh, shadow banned, even uh, I could tell you that, you know, they play their tricks, you know, we play ours. See, and see the thing that I don't understand is the, the people that are left liberal Democrat are, are, are getting all pissed off at is, it, oh, there he is at it again, trying to, trying to, you know, uh, uh, tip the scales in his favor. It's like, well, hang on a sec here. It, it, there's nothing wrong with, first of all, the, ma- the most major change was, oh, here goes the second piece. The most major change was removing the, uh, uh, the shield from, from litigation. So before that, the, the social media companies were immune to li- lawsuits. So, which I don't understand why they would be. Maybe because they, they received that initially because their intent, and for the longest time at the beginning of their their existences, uh, things were relatively, uh, I don't want to say like the Wild West, but you had a balance of left and right, uh, and it, it, there was a lot of content on there that wasn't slided most ways, or there, there, where there was no manipulation involved, then the manipulation started. So if, if people are going to complain about that a giant corporation that maybe supports views that they do is, has now been, is now open to litigation if they don't do things fairly, if they're, they're think about that for a second. Someone's pissed off because a, a company can maybe be sued now for for not balancing the scales. I, something, I, I, I can't process how that makes sense to anybody or how anybody would have an issue with that. Well, Unless, of course, that that would bring the balance back to even. So therefore, there's not as much emphasis on um, issues, topics, agendas that they support or believe in. You know, even in fair has nothing to do with it. Um, You know, it would it would appear uh, as though, you know, the left are willing to cheat and uh, do whatever they need to, no matter how shady looking to uh, get where they need to go. You know, the canceling of the of the parliament sessions and uh, reducing it to committee and eliminating the need for the House. Like, do you see what's going on with that? Apparently, the NDP, NDP and the Green Party propped up a motion put forward by the Liberals to, like, shut down Parliament. Yeah. For, you know... For, Four months. For, for Yeah. Well, they spend whatever they want, and they're going to have these committees, which you know they're going to shut down the minute they get hot, if something goes wrong. That's the thing. I don't understand how people can, can feel this is okay. It's not. It's completely, it is, it is the total opposite of the democratic process right now with everything in shambles out there in the world, uh, with the United States and their Minneapolis situation expanding to, you know, LA and big cities like New York, you know, it's really surprising, you know, what do you, what do you got there? Uh, a friend of ours had just mentioning about, um, a package he had, here he ordered, received notification that was delivered, yeah. did not receive the package, oh, yeah. saw the delivery truck on his street in front of two homes, knows both families at those homes, Yeah. still hasn't got any package, has helped both those families out, 
contact the delivery service and they can't give him the name or the address because of privacy issues, even though they dicked up. Oh, wow. Well, that's not good. So, mm. yeah. I thought that was kind of well, fortunate. Hopefully it works out for him. Maybe they're just having dinner. They're going to bring it over afterwards. Who knows? Who knows? Anyway. Well, and you know what? I want to... Uh, I want to talk about Tucker Carlson's interview. Did you did that? Anybody who follows him, go to go to Tucker Carlson's Instagram page. And I, it was in the last 24, 48 hours, I believe. It, it just, you just hold it like that. Try not to move too much. There you go. Holy jeez. Yeah, you know, a little bit. Get, get, me a, get me a headset. It wouldn't, yeah. Do you want this one? No, no. Give me a headset with a microphone. Oh, okay. So then I can go totally hands-free. All right. You know what? It's... It's important that we talk about this. This, no, okay, tuck, this so, Tucker Carlson interview yeah, was like, so, first so, thing this morning, it woke me up. Like, it was well, like, what me, did that person just say? And I was, yeah, I was watching it over morning. Thank God I had a few sips of caffeine in yeah. me. The phone might have been launched through the window. Like, anyway, so if you haven't seen it yet, go to Tucker Carlson's Instagram page. It lasts 24, 48 hours. And he, he's interviewing uh, a female who is, uh, from what I gather, a member of the Black Lives Matter move, movement. And he, I'm trying to remember the, the initial question he posed, and I can't. But essentially, it revolves around um, there was there was some kind of meeting or gathering that that she was organized or going to be part of, yeah. and there was blatant stipulation yeah. that white people are not allowed. And oh. she made no bones about it, coming out saying, "You're not even like." <laughs> I, I'm t- so first of all, I'm thinking like, okay, hang on a second here. And number two, she goes on to even elaborate further that even if there are people there that are not black, that want to support what they are doing, they are not welcome. You know, you know what? I, I so think- again, like we've talked about, those of you who have, have, have pets and have dogs and to talk to them and their, their head goes sideways. I was doing that for about 10 minutes this morning trying to figure out the rationale coming out of this lady's mouth. I understand where the focus should be and where the focus is. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know what? Gee, yeah. Hold on. I just called it up. Anyone who was not black from attending. Here we go. This is what they said. Being intentional about being around black people is an act of resistance. This is an exclusively black space. So if you do not identify as black and want to come because you love black people, please respect the space and do not come. Lisa Durden is a political commentator and Black Lives Matter supporter. She joins us tonight. Lisa, thank oh, you. Oh, don't! I'm gonna, you're gonna, you. I'm gonna get to mad now. Again. You're doing well. Starts off. Starts off. I thought of Black Lives Matter. One of the points would be to speak out against singling people out on the basis of their race and punishing them for that because you can't control what your race is, and yet they seem to be doing that. Explain that to me. What I say to that is boo hoo hoo. You Great white attitude. people are angry because you couldn't use your white privilege card whoa, whoa, to get invited Lisa. to the Black Lives Matters all black Memorial Day celebration. Wow. Let me contextualize that for you. Memorial whoa, whoa. Day was no, created I don't want by you to Memorial so, so Day was first created. First I don't want you to contextualize. Right? Oh, I, I need to contextualize want, it because Memorial Day was created by well, hold on. You, black are, you're former slaves in eighteen sixty five to honor those individuals who are union soldiers who fought and died for our freedom so Black Lives Matter in that same vein decided to get together with black folks I'm not going to let you filibuster past my question to make sure that black folks are celebrated for being murdered by racist terrorists I don't want to shut this down if you're mad at that 
question for you. If you yeah, don't right. like people, explain. Okay. Well, you, you know what? I, I honestly. I, I'm I'm flabbergasted right now. You know, I, well, it's not it's not over. I still have more of that interview we can we can show, but our, I guess um, broadcast. Um, honestly, like listening to someone try and rationalize, like excluding a group specifically based on the color of their skins, when your entire movement when is th- that's the very definition of the, racism it's the definition of racism your entire movement revolves around you know fighting this it's like hold on you think that it's a good idea to do exactly the thing that you don't want done to you to somebody else like exclusion based on race like white people not welcome like what whoa which it, is the opposite of the tolerant left uh, yeah like i mean that's that's it's incredible to actually hear somebody say that and not recognize how wrong they are but but if if you or i were to say that oh you kidding me we I, we, I, I would, we, we would be in we, we would get charged wouldn't be able to leave the room or alive i um you know i think that that's pretty interesting uh of course tucker he manages it okay. He does, but he had a very the look the look on his face face for the first minute and a half is priceless. Oh, he was like, "Whoa, whoa." He has, he has no idea. Like he's, he's trying to com- excuse me, compute what's coming out of this lady's face and he's kind of like, "Am I really listening to this right now?" Oh, she went from like 0 to 60 and nothing flat. Good right? God. Honestly, she went megaton in like, oh, I don't know, what, 10 seconds? Oh, they, Hi, Tucker. Good to see you again. Oh, yeah. And then that was it. <laughs> then it all downhill. And then, and then, wow, she really took off, eh? I wonder how the, I wonder how the Hodge twins would, would view that Ooh. if they're going to do a video on it because I like those guys. If you, you know what? If you, find, if you find that video, I would love to see that one. Which one, though? That, you know what? Well, no, no, no. The, the one that addresses this issue because I, you know that they'll talk about this. This is this is a great one. I would I don't love. They, I don't know if they've commented on this video specifically, but they comment on similar topics. They quite do. Often. That's why we should send them this and say, "Look, you got to do this." They're, but they're good though. The funny thing is, is, is they're they're just blunt as hell, <laughs> and they're kind of like you're being stupid. What what do they what, what's their, with the Hodge twins? Hodge twins. The Hodge twins. H O D G E official. I think it's called official Hodge twins. Yeah. And, and pair pair of twin brothers. And typically, though, I think they used to be, or they, they, they were comedians at one point. I, but I, got, I think they still are. Oh yeah, yeah. But they've got a great Instagram following, and they, they're, they're, which revolves quite, quite a lot around politically. Oh yeah. Political topics. Oh yeah, they've got great uh, commentary on all kinds of things. But they, they're not politically correct. They're not. Oh yeah. They just come out and say it if they you think. The person's a dumbass. They're going to come out, come out and say they're stupid or a dumbass or whatever it is. It, it, you know what? Their delivery is. I, I find it's very unique. Like watching it's candid them, and it, frank. It, it, it's very candid and frank. But because but because it's the two of them and they're identical twins. Um, you know, two good-looking men. Uh, great shoulders. Eh? Great shoulders. Christ. Right. Great shoulders. And you know, they got a great sense of humor as they as they touch these issues, almost with a like a comical, angry edge. Yeah. You yeah. know, which is they which kind is, of fade in and out. Of yeah. The yeah. What? <laughs> Anger and comedy. Right? Yeah. They really play off each other. So one. Well. One. Yeah. One of them sits up a little bit closer. I notice sometimes, and and he gets he gets the most. Uh, 
expression. You know, like, what? Whoa, you oh, tell yeah. me? Oh, yeah, I, lo I love watching those guys. They're a lot of fun. Um, you know, watching this video was one half entertainment, one half disbelief. The Tucker video just, just blew me away. Yeah, I, 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 I'm still, even listening to it again, I'm like, oh. I, I can't believe that... Like that's all If you didn't If you weren't able To look at the video But you just listened To um, The person talking Didn't know mm -hmm. That it was Someone that That is Affiliated With the Black Lives Matter movement Yeah You might be Thinking that They're some kind of Nazi organization Or the KKK Or know. just Something that it, it, Because you, you take her words and you, you give and, and write a script and give it to somebody else. Yeah. And, and, and repeat what, and it'll be, oh, World, you War, it'll be World War three. Well, I, I, I can tell you, I, um, I'm, I'm very disappointed to, to believe that anybody in a position of influence would have such strong opinions about exclusion. I don't care what color they are. Um, you know, like I, I grew up as an Italian in the seventies, I was raised with a little bit of racism, but I can tell you right now, um, you know, I was always taught to treat everyone with respect and skin color does not matter. And to, um, to see this woman, uh, standing on a platform and saying that, you know, we've decided that we're having our own day and white people are not, Invited specifically didn't say anything about excluding anybody else. Well, you know what? There definitely is is a very divisive nature to it. Uh, it's it's certainly uh, a tactic. It is divisive, kind yeah. of the, the exact opposite of. Yeah. You know, you would think there would be inclusion. If somebody wants to support you, it shouldn't matter. It shouldn't matter yeah. what their what their background is. It shouldn't matter what their last name is. Shouldn't matter what their skin tone is. Shouldn't matter where they're from. Yeah. If they want to legitimately support you, regardless of well, I shouldn't say regardless of your cause, but for when it's when it when it's a good positive cause, who cares? Accept yeah. the support because one day they might need your support. That's where the one hand washes the other comes in. Yeah, well, it's it's really sad, you know, to uh, to see anyone spewing, um, you know, that kind of <clears throat> content. But uh, again, if you haven't uh, seen it yet, I would. Uh, I got to make a coffee now. Right. Are you going to make one too? Good. Oh, no, yeah. no, no, no. The B, the BLM official Lisa Durden is her name. So uh, she's an official of the uh, whole the movement. Black, black. Well, she's a Black Lives Matter, Black Lives Matter official. So she is uh, officially affiliated with the group. So at least, at least according to this on Tucker. So I'm, I'm going to assume that his fact checking has been done correctly. Yeah. Right? Uh, fact checking becoming a bit of an issue. Kind of. <laughs> I understand Obama had a fact check that it was incorrect. Somebody that was really? called. Well, he posted something and, and Twitter didn't, of course, mistakenly didn't flag it. Yeah. Somebody actually fact checked it. Yeah. And sent it to Twitter and it had to be changed because... It, it should, it's something that should have been. It was use, use of the word thugs. Oh, really? Because thugs. everybody's freaking out now. Thugs. Because, of course, President Trump used the words thugs mm. to describe the people of all ethnicities that are rioting in various cities in, in the States. Oh, yeah. So he's, he's, of course, being labeled a racist for it because he used that. But a few years ago, there's, there's a, a clip uh, floating around Obama using thugs in a very similar, if not same type of situation, crickets. Well, of course. I mean, it, it, the left can do no wrong. It's always Harper's fault, if you ask anybody well, they're gonna in the Liberal Party. Mackenzie King pretty soon. Hmm. 
Let's just go back to what the Harpers did. Everything that came before us. That's why this is all happening. I, uh, I'm frightened by what I see from uh, Canadian politics these days. We've got a runaway party. There, there doesn't seem to be any stopping them. They're doing what they want when they want. Uh, if they don't feel like working, they're not going to go to work. Uh, they've, they've been propped up by the NDP and the Green Party to make sure that that doesn't happen. Everybody's getting an extended holiday. Justin has grown accustomed to only coming out of the cuckoo clock once a day. Yeah. So all those, all those MPs that are getting paid huge cake are sitting at home. Mm. They're still getting paychecks. Oh, yeah. While everybody, thousands across the country have lost their jobs. They're still getting a paycheck for doing minimal work. Yeah, you know what? I, but, hey, I want to talk about this before we go too, too much farther. I don't want to forget about this. Uh, so the CCFR has filed. Did you hear about I saw that? It. Yeah. I watched the, yeah, I watched it. So, yeah, so we've got uh, some great news. Uh, the CCFR has filed their charter challenge and their lawsuit. 50 page document. 50 page document. Well, we got a lot to gripe about. Yeah. I'm sure, I'm sure that there was uh, no space wasted. When you think about the number of times the uh, legal Canadian firearm community has borne the brunt of uh, liberal decision-making as it relates to new legislation. Like, I mean, unbelievable. To deal with crime, you're going to punish the best people in the country. Like, I mean, that's what it boils down to, folks. The idea that, um, you know, their effort to solve crime is not to deal with the crime that's happening and not to take those guns off the street, the ones that are being used in crimes, the ones that are illegal, the ones that have been smuggled over the border illegally. Uh, you know, they certainly don't include bazookas, rocket launchers, and tow missiles. So all of you out there with that, those, the, the, those in, your, in your gun safes... <laughs> You better, you better turn those in. You know, listening, honestly, listening to the list uh, be read out to me when I first got wind of it, I was like, you got to be kidding me. So, like, I, I actually saw a tow missile in action um, on a video recently. Yeah. And, and so I'm trying to imagine a world where gang members in downtown Toronto are maybe going to <clears throat> splurge and get themselves a $175,000 rocket. When was the last time outside perhaps the Medellin cartel in, in Mexico, someone you've heard someone using a tow missile? Uh, I, I, honestly... But thank God they're banned. But they're we're, banned. We're so much they, safer you know, now. The liberals those, have done it again. Those toll missile attacks on the convenience stores. God damn, they're genius. They prevented a lot of deaths. With the, Thank uh, you, the, Bill the, Blair. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, unbelievable. So, but you, didn't you know, 8 out of 10 Canadians actually wants... Some yeah, because they asked. They, they only asked ten restrictions, and it was it was downtown Toronto that they asked. Uh, they, yeah, so they take this, they conduct this little study, all right, with like somewhere upwards of you know uh, sixteen hundred. That's it. Surveyed. That was it. It's and 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 enough. I'm willing to bet I'm willing to bet that they didn't wander into uh, any more conservative portions uh, of of the city that they went to to get those opinions. Uh, so the eight out of ten Canadians. So the first twelve people they or the eight out of ten. So the first ten people that they asked were probably the the, the doctors against guns. Yeah. Right. Yep. We've got ten. And then they went up to the Danforth probably and surveyed people. Mm -hmm. And then maybe they went over to to, to Montreal and. And decided to send certain no, specific you know, votes to the people from a cold polytechnique. 
Yeah, you know what? I'm sure there was no bias in that. In that. Yep. That's my point, right? It is I'm sure there was absolutely no bias in that survey. Well, is it, it you know what? All all the 8 out of 10 tells me is that there's 20 people in there that didn't buy it. All right? There's 20% even amongst those left-leaning people. And those are 20% that 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 the 2.5 million gun owners in this country will welcome with open arms. Absolutely. If you're not already a member. Yeah. Yeah, you know what? We know you're out there. All you left-wingers, right? You liberals, the You closet gun right? Yep, yep. You know who you are. I I I bet you I I know you exist. It's really fun when you meet uh, a person from the left shooting on the firing line. And I mean, that you can you can make that to sound bad if you want. But like, it's funny, like the people do. They think differently. You know, like, I mean, when you when you look at conservative views versus some liberal views, uh, I could tell you that, you know, true liberal views compared to uh, true conservative views tend to have, you know, some gray area in the middle. They can uh, there, meet, there always is. Absolutely. Absolutely. I keep laughing and telling people I'm a liberal. I am. I swear to God, I'm. I'm probably the most liberal guy in in the house in the firearm community in many ways. Uh, I, I really do believe in all the things that you do, and I think that it's important that you know people understand that today's liberal is like not a liberal at all. Like today's liberal is much much further left, and today's conservative is closer to the middle yeah oh no absolutely there there aren't any conservative members out there that are going to try but the funny like, thing is, is 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 the the liberal won't won't admit that they're further left than than they used mm. to be yeah they're it's not like, making any room for us huh? yeah like in the middle yeah we got we're, we're gonna have to take back that space uh, okay hi hi absolutely <laughs> hey. i really do believe that he's uh he's definitely our guy the more actually the more i hear i hear he raised uh quite a bit of money there's a number of people that made their donations to uh his camp mm-hmm. and you know that's usually a good indication of support uh he's done uh, quite well in that area uh he's definitely my top pick i mean i and i, I believe well, we me, talked about that last yeah time. you know i'd love to talk to some of the other candidates one-on-one and you know get their take on things but right now you know i'm 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 really liking peter mckay and i mean a lot of people you know they'll ding me right off that oh red tory ah oh, he voted for gun control ah oh, like they say all these things that like uh, you know they've been fed but the truth is is now that it's been explained you know the guy doesn't uh the guy doesn't dislike guns at all if anything he made a comment uh you know a very long time ago 20 years ago he made a comment that people mistook for meaning that he you know wanted was in and i think it was bands. with respect to uh, fully automatic firearms yeah yeah you know what he was he said you know they were talking about fully automatic guns yeah okay fully automatic guns should be illegal and yes there should be some registry for handguns and he agreed with those things so he's not he's so not let's not so let's not pick and choose what what you know part of a conversation that was had it was a 20 year old conversation. Fine. Yeah. It, he didn't like, and like you say, people have been posting and commenting with only one sentence out of that, out of that conversation. Yeah. Right. And he wasn't, he was in support of, he wasn't in, he wasn't in support of, of, of banning all guns. I personally don't have a problem with, with registering my restricteds either. No, I really don't. I mean, I mean, I've only been in it for, Eight nine years, and that's all I've known. So I, I don't know. I haven't had the 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 uh, opportunity to go from one side of the coin to the other. The other, but I think that's. I think in in, in our society, I yeah. think that's at this point that's fair. Yeah. To register our restricteds and our long guns, our hunting guns, shotguns, 
whatever. Oh, they're right right now. There's an American standing on a high chair somewhere, I know, screaming but they don't get at you. It. I know. Screaming at you, saying, "Get off the chair! Dare, how dare get you!" Off the chair. <laughs> Settle down. You know what? How dare you? Registry leads to confiscation. Haven't you learned that shit yet? How dumb are you? No, no, because it's it's the because it, it's 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 got nothing to do with registry leads to confiscation. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's got everything to do with the way our political system operates. Oh yeah. Mm. Right. Because we don't have unalienable rights like they do in the States, which is one thing Rod Giltaka talked about in his in his in his video uh, today or yesterday, whatever it was, which I think is it is an outstanding uh, point that he made. Um, and what, what it means is by inalienable when it, we talk about the United States. It, specifically, that refers to your rights can't be taken from you at the whim of a government. Which is exactly what's happening to us right now in Canada. <laughs> See, you know, I, so, I, I'm so, sure I'm sure there's a lot of people out there that are going. Hmm. So in 17, and that's they ha- what they were. That's why they did they it. They have entrenched property rights. Yeah. So in seven, I don't know. In 1776, those guys were pretty bright. They had great forethought and and were, were able to envision. And these are the people. These were the leaders of the country at the time. Don't forget. They so, had- so they wrote into their legislation. Forget. The free speech that we, we all we all know that, but the 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 key to this whole thing right now is we do not have an, an, an unalienable rights in Canada. No, nope. we don't have that. Nope. We have no protection from the government deciding to change anything that they want on a whim, whenever they want, however they want, like an order in council. We don't have anything like that protecting us. So why? Why it's a 50-page document from the CCFR is because they're, they're and I can't remember the, the sections, they're specifically addressing sections of the Charter of Rights and Freedoms that speak to rights and property rights and everything else. So, which I think is fantastic. I think that's the big, that is going to be the big ticket item when it, when it, when it hits the courts is it's, it's not about the gun and, 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 and their, their lawyers, I'm sure, will... will present their case in terms of a gun is an inanimate object mm-hmm. we don't have rights yeah to own that we don't have we don't have the protection from the government just deciding to change things whenever they want mm-hmm. maybe we, maybe this is this whole gun thing maybe it serves to highlight the fact that maybe we should not because we want to be more a more american because it's got nothing to do with that but because we should, our rights should be, we have nothing protecting us, our rights right now. I think people will get, in our property. I think people will get confused if, um, like, I love the idea of, let's, let's forget it's guns for a second, because I think that's really the, um, the one. But then they always say, but it is about the gun. I know, no, 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 but, but hold on, hold on, hold on. Well, that's, that's what, that's what I was going to get to. Right. I'm drinking from the assault mug. That's yeah, why yeah, I'm fired you, up. You know, I, I see that. You got the assault mug going on. Well, no, no, you know what? Um. You know, like I'll tell you, I, I woke up today. I put, uh, I was so tired. I got up this morning and I put um, salt in my coffee by accident. I, I, I made pancakes the other day, so I switched the salt and the sugar containers and their order You're on the shelf. Sitting around a five foot high hookah last night. You know what? No, <laughs> no. I was just really tired and I got up and I, I was woken up from a dead sleep. So I was in that kind of like that that zone where you're not quite wide, wide awake yet. And I made my way down the stairs and I made myself a coffee and I realized that I had switched the jars. And of course I put salt in mine. That was the way my day started. But (laughs) 
right? Yeah, no, no, no. Um, salt. Salt. Can you believe that? Yes, I can, actually. Actually, you know what? The, after this Kentucky Fried Chicken and uh, the salt that I've had. Oh, right, I'm going to be drinking. I'm going to be drinking water for the, <laughs> the next two days oh to try goodness. and pass this. You better just head right over to, to Starbucks and get yourself an extra gigantic soy milk. Oh, God. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I won't ever. No soy milk. All right, I can't stand the thought. How about almond milk? Almond milk. Almond you know what? With a hint of vanilla. I got, I, you know what? I go, <laughs> I'm lactose intolerant. I'll go black. All right, absolutely. I'll put black and sugar. I, you know what? You wouldn't believe the coffee that I drank over the years come from a police station. Oh, I'm sure. Right? It's about as good as a coffee in a, in a gun shop or a uh, shooting no, range. Oh, no. They, they all cheat now. They got those little Keurig machines. I, I can tell you to go into the police station, uh, you know, in East End Hamilton on a, uh, you know, night shift to think that there might be a pot of coffee. Like, I mean, you might have to use a sock, you know, to, to strain, strain, strain the coffee beans. But, like, I mean, it was, it was garbage. God awful. I, I like I, I did enjoy, you know, a coffee out on the road. Before the end of my career, people were getting into McDonald's. They really seem to like McDonald's. It is. It's good coffee. It's good coffee. It is solid coffee. Yeah. yeah. You know what? No, I, no question about it. It's, yeah, it's good. Always always fresh. My secret was going to 7 Eleven. I you Seven, know, would, you yeah, get, would you get a, a, a uh, what what are those things called? Those things that were in the, the little case that were there for three days. Under no, the heat lamp. No. The churl? No. Oh, the chil- uh, the Chimichanga. Oh, no, 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 no. What do they call them? The the um, Oh, ch- like a little chalupa? dude thing. Want- chalupa. Chalupa. Is that what they were called? Would chalupa? you get a coffee and a chalupa? Jalapeno and cream cheese chalupa. I want my chalupas. Oh my god! I never told you that story. That was, oof. remind me to tell you. Remind me to tell you one day about uh, Flora. And I want. I want the chimichangas. And I'm gonna. I want at like three o'clock in the morning. She wanted to go for Seven Eleven. Seven Eleven. Seven Eleven. She had that. Okay, yeah. we'll, we'll talk around the campfire. Taquitos. That's it. Taquitos. Taquitos. Yeah, that was what it called. Jeez, I just had a flashback to that. That evening <laughs> it was so awful but okay so i want to come back to the ccfr and their lawsuit so the the ccfr has now finally officially filed uh they're willing uh, to take donations they've got uh they've got themselves set up uh for complete transparency um you know this is going to be a good legal battle uh, but you can also donate by becoming a member as well yeah absolutely right you don't i mean you can if you're already a member you can give cash you can give cash but if you're not a member but if you're not a member uh, they it sounded like Rod was considering that a, a, a contribution Absolutely. as well as signing you know up. Right? I, I, I can tell you right now, Rod handled a, a, a very delicate situation. I mean, these are these are tough times for some some people and uh, some more than others. And uh, I could tell you that. Um, you know, we've definitely got our challenges ahead of us. Uh, I could tell you that uh, the Gataka CCFR. Uh, legal team is supposed to be absolutely fantastic. Uh, Solomon Freeman is a, a magical lawyer, and so he's not kidding when he's got the when he says he has the best on it. Uh, I'm really excited about you know where this may take us ultimately. Uh, well, it, it, but the funny thing is, is and and after after we win this lawsuit, people are going to realize that it wasn't about guns; it was about Cana- rights for Canadians. Yeah. Yeah. If you listen to today's podcast, and even those people from the left who have nothing to do with us and will never have heard the Rod's podcast or, or Rod's video or any of our podcasts, they will understand that the, the, they will potentially gain rights and protections because of this based on uh, um, gun owners fighting for, for the rights of all Canadians. Because yeah. that's what it boils down to. Yep. It's not, they're not going to court. They're not going to court to 
to for rights only for gun owners mm-hmm. and, 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 and privileges only for gun owners. They're going to court because of a flaw that they see in uh, our political, um, what's the word, documents. Mm-hmm. And that will benefit all Canadians. So that's something that needs to be spread around because I don't think that 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 I, that didn't come across as uh, a very pronounced and, and obvious message in, in in Rod's video, but it needs to be, and and it needs to be part of conversations that people have who don't understand, mm-hmm. and it needs to be part part of like from an educational standpoint, it needs to be part of conversations with people who are saying you don't need a gun, you should never own a gun. Well, this is what they're doing. This is how it will benefit you. It needs to be part of those conversations. Absolutely. Because everybody will benefit from this. Uh, You know what? No doubt in my mind. uh, I think if Canada knew what was on the line, potentially, they would speak up louder. And I can tell you right now that the legal firearm community in Canada is embarking on a journey uh, to fight for your rights. I mean, all Canadians. It's absolutely true. If the government can uh, arbitrarily and with no evidence to support it, Take uh, legally, legally owned property away from the best Canadians in the country. What hope do the rest have? But it's, it's yeah. And there's no, there's no check and balance against mm-hmm. them doing it with anything else. That's, I think, going to be one of the highlights of, of this lawsuit is, is, is you can't just uh, on a whim. Yeah. There has to be something. There still has to be a check and balance in there. Absolutely. Our entire system has been successful up until now based on the checks and balances system of our uh, government. It appears that the machine is broken. You know, right now, uh, I can tell you that it's become abundantly clear that the Liberal Party is uh, taking off and running away with its own game. Uh, I don't think that we're going to uh, see any end to the debt. And and, and this, but the thing is, though, is, is... the system might be broken, but it could be broken for a conservative government. It could be broken for an NDP government. It could be broken for whatever government. Oh. And they could do. They're, they're listen. We're not just saying that the liberal government is the only ones capable of doing this. These loopholes need to be closed to protect everybody, regardless of who's in power. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Regardless of who's in that's power, right? right? right. That, that that's something who, that needs to be highlighted who, as well. Who knows how long it'll be before we see our next version of the uh, liberal party? leading this government. I, I think that it's absolutely uh, of paramount importance that we enshrine property rights in the charter. And I think that that's something that's going to come to uh, come to light very shortly. And I'm, uh, I'm glad that it's being addressed. Uh, I love that the CCFR is leading the charge. I love that the other lobby groups, uh, CSA, CSAAA, uh, you know, Tony Bernardo, uh, you know, the, uh, the NFA, uh, all seem to be on the same page. Uh, and I'm loving the idea of our firearm community getting kind of revved up. Uh, we OFA, need to get pissed o- off. OVA, OFA, OFA jumped yeah. in, in there. You know, the, uh, the Ontario Federation of Anglers and Hunters uh, usually have been pretty silent until uh, until now and you know what for everybody out there that thinks there's some hard feelings we could use all the help we can get um, you know it benefits everyone there's no hard feelings it's great to see it's you guys everyone. yep it's great to see you guys out uh, you know welcome to the party hey, like better late than never though <laughs> you know like, welcome to the party pal yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know it's uh, I saw I love I love that one I read today that was a great one who was it was it was it tango Mike 
If you ever, if you've I didn't seen, see a lot of social if, media. If, today. if you if you've never seen Tango Might seventy two, he's awesome. He's got some really funny stuff. But no, I was thinking about uh, one that I saw today. I'm just gonna look it up really quickly, and it's the one. It's it's the one. Oh boy, it'll take me a while to find it now. It's the one where it's like welcome, welcome to the Thunderdrome. Right? Did you see? Did you see, see that? I don't. I'm gonna have a look. Where is it? Uh, I'm looking through here right now. I can't remember where it is. No. You know what? I don't think I. I'll I, don't I'll think I did. I'll, you, you know what? I'll uh, I'll dig it up at some point here. <coughs> I think I think actually it's right here. Hold on. No, no. I am um, just tapping through. No. I'll get it later. We'll find it. Yeah, we'll find it. Um, I can tell you right now. I'm uh, I'm absolutely floored at uh, some of the things I've been seeing lately in the news. Uh, Minneapolis. Let's talk about Minneapolis. Yeah. What what a fucking nightmare. I like. I mean, I I, I I'm sorry for everybody out there. I didn't give you a fair warning on you know the f bomb drop, but I mean, what a disaster. Holy yeah. Like I'm I I have a little on on my phone. I have a scanner app. Yeah. And and I've been listening to to the minute well. Whatever police department that is, mm-hmm. broadcast live for the past couple nights, and it's a, it's freaking anarchy. Mm. Like it's just, and there's thirty thousand people listening to this one station. It is freaking nuts. I could just eat the skin off this chicken. Oh, I know. <laughs> but, but you know what, Minneapolis though, uh, for for people that didn't know what had happened or the event that uh, you know kickstarted the riots that you may be hearing about in the news now. There was uh, there was a death, and uh, it involved a young man and uh, his police contact. And I won't downplay it. The videos I've seen uh, are very uh, damning to the officer involved. Uh, if if in fact he's an officer, I mean, like he's in a police uniform, but he's not acting like a cop. Because I can tell you right now, uh, you know, to, to put your knee across somebody's neck and back know, of their neck. It, well, no, it was, was on, it side? On the side. It was on the side. You know, uh, I could tell you is is an absolutely horrible thing to do. There are moments in police officers' career where you are literally fighting for your life, uh, in which case, you know, anything goes. And that's that's the rule. If somebody's trying to kill you. However, when right? you're handcuffed and on the ground, however, and you have control of that person. Uh, however, I, w- I will tell you that uh, most, if not all, departmental policies include, um, you know, once you're in handcuffs and you're under arrest, yep. you're definitely the responsibility of the arresting officers. Yep. And uh, for if you should die for whatever reason, even if if it's of natural causes, there should be a full blown investigation. And uh, believe me, I've, I've seen officers show up at um, you know locations and somebody's hurt themselves inside, and it still becomes an SIU investigation. So I can tell you that immediately. You know, uh, upon making direct contact with the police, you know, uh, every officer assumes a certain degree of responsibility. For sure. But once you're in handcuffs, and I mean, I see this officer's, you know, his knee across this man's neck. And, and you know what? And I don't care whether you're black or white. It makes no difference to me and everybody out there that's bitching and moaning right now that I haven't referred to him as black yet. I, I can tell you that it wouldn't matter. Like, I mean, I, I don't care what color you are. I don't care what race you are. Yeah, you don't, you, you don't, you don't treat, if you're, if you're, if you're a cop, you don't treat the person differently based on who they are. 
That's what you're saying. What 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 I'm what I'm saying is is that uh, when I when I see this, it's man, based on their behavior. When I see this man on the ground, and uh, you know he's expressing, you know that he's not in a good way, and see that officer's knee, you know, right across his neck, and I know that that's a bad place to put your knee. Um, and kind I mean, of a if, major artery. If, if you, right there. If you haven't figured it out by now, rookies, uh, you don't put your knee on people's neck. Now he didn't look like. Um, you know, a spring chicken. Uh, the gentleman in the photo who, uh, you know, is seen most often is at the rear of the police cruiser uh, with a view of what's going on uh, partially obstructed. You could see the deceased's head and this officer's knee right across the side of his neck, which is a horrible place to put your knee. And certainly uh, it would come with massive risk, you know, uh, for everybody involved. As far as I'm concerned, there aren't police colleges or academies in the United States that will teach that. And so it's obviously outside of departmental policy. Um, you know, it's definitely not falling into the range of you're fighting for your life. If you've got four officers on top of them, I mean, I'll make some exception for, you know, I don't know, maybe there's something there that I don't know about, but uh, on the outset, it just, it looks fucking awful to see him and to know that this gentleman died. And regardless of his background, I don't care if he was a total piece of shit. It doesn't matter to me. I, I don't give a, I don't give a flying fuck about his color. It's got nothing to do with it. Um, just to see one human being put their knee on another person's neck. I can tell you right now, that's just a complete dominance move. And what a shitty thing to do. And of course, he's looking right up at the camera. And I can tell you that any cop worth his salt, if he, if he jumped on the back of an arrested party who was in handcuffs and... Um, you know, got on top of him along with four other guys. And I mean, you, you, you all kind of assume a certain quadrant when, when you pile in as a police officer to bring, uh, you know, a violent party, uh, under restraint and then a, finally arrest, you, you have to use force. Um, you know, sometimes it's a little difficult when you're reaching into, you know, arms and legs, kicking and screaming, um, you know, wild kind of people. But once you got your, knee on somebody's neck like i mean it, it, you would take that and off. handcuffs well you know what it, like I, I could tell you right now that you know um y even to put it there by accident i mean he looked like he was you know deer in a headlighting it right at the camera that was videotaping uh you know this officer you know using this uh, uh tactic that clearly isn't departmentally approved uh, based on what I've heard. And, I, and the officers that were involved were, I understand, immediately dismissed. Well, he's been arrested now. And now they've, yeah, they've, they've arrested the one for sure. Um, I can tell you that, uh, you know, watching the mayor of Minneapolis uh, speak, I, I thought there was an unhealthy uh, degree of emphasis placed on the... Well, he's, he's a liberal. He's yeah, a Democrat. I, he's, he's a Democrat. So his first words out of his mouth made it a race race issue. It was, it was, you know what? I listened to the cadence of his speech and I listened to his delivery. And, you know, it, it to me, it wasn't Trudeau-like. It was Trudeau-esque to me. You know, here's this boyish, good-looking uh, mayor, Democratic mayor, liberal mayor of Minneapolis. He gets up there and, and I mean, hey, you know what? It's a horrible thing. Like, I mean, it's a crime. Like, what it looks like, you know, people should be arrested and held accountable for this. 100%. Uh, this is no bullshit. But he gets up there and he says, you know, I can't believe this has happened. You know, to paraphrase, uh, you know, a white a white cop killed a black man, you know, like that, that's, that's the gist of it. So 
And, and there was like a lot of emphasis placed on skin color, I noticed. And, you know, as a mayor of the city, like, I mean, if you want to see it, you know, burnt to the ground, uh, you know, now, maybe getting people revved up might not be the way to, you know, go ahead. I was going to say, I haven't seen a ton about this. I have seen and read some material, trying to weed through all yeah. the BS out there. And Oh, no, I actually, I actually watched a video. No, no, interview. me, me, I'm yeah. saying. Oh, yeah. We're trying to weed through all the fake memes to try and find yeah. some actual... Uh, uh, legit material around it. Now, what is it? Was has there anything? Has anything surfaced mm-hmm. pointing towards this being a racial issue? Has there anything surfaced around uh, that he that the, the the cop in question has now been arrested didn't like blacks or didn't like minorities or anything because I ha- I haven't personally haven't seen any or haven't come across any or haven't had well if you, if you've seen if you've seen that uh, fake I understand no 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 I, I, not I, that because I know it's fake not the hat I'm talking hat. about from legit I guess quote unquote legit news sources yeah. or ones that can be. Tend, where you can tend to trust what they're saying. Yeah. I haven't seen anything. I don't know if you have seen anything that would lead us to believe that this guy, like, you know, he was a KKK member or something like that. So there's a history there of him not, him, him having uh, um, negative run-ins with, with an overabundance of people of minor, like minorities or what? Oh, like what, what? would lead us to believe that their race has anything to do with this. I haven't seen anything. I don't know if there's anything there. That's what well, I'm looking for. Well, you know, I, I haven't heard anything about that. Uh, I have heard, you know, rumor that the um, the officer uh, may have w- known the party that died and yeah. may have worked with them. Yeah, I saw, I've seen that. And, and I, I think that's kind of weird, if that's true. Um, you know, if there's any possibility that the two worked together sometime in the last couple of months and, you know, uh, somehow magically have crossed paths. I, ju- I just don't get, because usually it comes out, if there's a race issue or it's based on race and the, or the, the person, uh, you know, like, I, but, but I haven't seen, come across anything that would lead us to believe that, it was purposely done because the gentleman was black. Well, I can tell you, I can tell you this much. Uh, as a police officer uh, over the years um, in Hamilton, I mean, I, I personally, I never, I never saw a color, uh, and I can tell you that, you know, confidently. Um, you know, it wasn't the way I was raised, but I can tell you, I learned, um, I learned to respect, you know, people for who they were and, and to not judge. And, you know, uh, to be a police officer going to calls, you don't get to pick who's at the call. Well, not you know, only like, is it, it's, it's not like that. Like you show up and deal with whatever situation yeah. you have. And, 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 and not only is that the right thing, but at some point that's going to, um, benefit you in the way that you can, are, are able to conduct and complete your, and perform your job. Oh yeah. You know, I, I had, I had people pull the race card out a couple of times and I just kind of looked at them like, I imagine it was probably like that, that puppy that turns its head sideways, <laughs> like in disbelief. Um, you know, when people pull that out, I'd be like, you can't be serious. Like, I mean, I don't, I don't really care. Like, yeah, like, you know, speeding, I, like, I, I, I didn't know what color you were when I pulled you over. I just pulled over a speeding car. Like, please don't be like that. Cause you know what? That's awful. Like, like there's and, no skin color setting for a speed gun. Cause I've used one before. Yeah. All know. it has is it's the speed yeah. vehicles going. Yeah. So, like, so, but, but you know what though, back, back to the mayor. So he, he gives this speech and then of course, immediately following, you know, that delivery, um, 
you know, we, we see or we're treated to, uh, it's starting to get really scary looking now. Uh, you know, rocks being thrown uh, through the backs of police car windows and, you know, yanking down of chain link fence and you're seeing Straight all these, anarchy. Yeah, it's it's crazy. The looting uh, that is going on in Minneapolis right now. And of course, and, there, and, and there's no connection to it. Some it's, some yeah. jackass of a person of a cop kills a guy, so that means for you to feel better and and to feel unoppressed, which is the line. You need to go steal five TVs from f- Big Bo- uh, Best Buy or whatever. Like, come I'm, on, I, you know, I'm that's sh- the biggest bunch of shit there is. You know, I, it's very sad. I'm sure that there's a bunch of people mixed in there. Um, the the bad people are probably using them for cover. Uh, when you even. You know, over the years, I noticed that, you know, they'd say there was a fight, you know, 100 people fighting. I'd be on my way to a call, uh, you know, with my, you know, good friend Carlo. I'd be on the way and they'd say there's 100 people fighting in the 100. street. 100 people fighting in the street on Barton Street in Ottawa. And, you know, that could actually happen, you know, if you're around, if you're around in the old days of the jockey club. Barton but, and Sherman, maybe. You know, Barton and Sherman, the old, the old coppers used to tell me stories, you know, about how they would go to fight night. And, you know, it was, you know... Uh, uh, definitely something you could set your watch on every every week. You know, on Friday night there would be good fights coming out of that area as people, uh, you know, drank their sorrows away. It would yeah. seem and uh, came out of it a little bit angry. But you know, like uh, going to a call, you don't have the luxury of choosing who's going to be there. Uh, quite honestly, I worked with a lot of amazing men and women uh, in law enforcement. Um, you know, I never saw any uh, clear examples of racism in my time there. And, you know, I saw a lot of people treated with respect. I saw a lot of hardworking frontline cops just slugging it out, uh, you know, with minimum numbers and uh, really doing their best to keep up. And, uh, you know, to paint or characterize all police, you know, to be... um, you know, abusive would be so terrible. But that's be, no different. Injustice. That's no different than any other profession. Oh no, no, no! Right? I get it. Right? Like well, you could te- say, all teachers are assholes. We're assholes, but- I know. <laughs> so, and we are overpaid. <laughs> we're gonna get Brian Lilly on the show. Brian wants to talk to me. Hey, you want to do? Hey, you want to do an interview with Brian Lilly with me? Maybe. <laughs> okay. Well, I was supposed to talk to him tomorrow. We'll see if it's raining. Then maybe we'll do it. Uh, Brian, if you're listening, I'm really looking forward to an interview sometime soon. Uh, definitely, uh, definitely have been. We might have to have a conversation before the microphone gets turned There's, on. There will, you will, you will be required to wear headgear and boxing gloves. And Kevlar jacket. <laughs> because we don't do bare knuckle here at the Canadian <laughs> Gun Vault. We don't want to mess up that pretty face here. So, uh, I can tell you right now that, that you know, no, no, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's going to be, uh, it's going to be some good times. I'm really enjoying doing the podcast these days. How about you? Oh yeah. It's yeah. always fun. Yeah. Now, one thing. Okay. John apologizes. He couldn't be here, by the way. John, John, is he still, is he still recovering from John, that? Yeah. And John. no part of that. We did. Yeah. We, we did. We went to SS Titanic. We, yeah. <laughs> we did. We did about an hour and a half podcast last week about this time on, on John's property. And it was a great setting. It was his birthday. And that's why you'll never hear any part of it. There was about 14 seconds worth that we could actually air. <laughs> it was fun. It was super entertaining it was, for us. It was, it was. But we, we can't air a good, uh, the vast majority of what was that's, that's spoken. Ex- it's exactly why we threw the chip directly in the fire. Room. We're, this no, is a new chip. We're, keep, yeah, we're going to keep it for the archives. We're going to, yeah, we weren't going to keep that one for the archives, but we, we had a great time. John, yeah, apologize. He couldn't be here. He's going to be on the next one though. I want to get big, uh, big Nick, uh, Webley guy 
on Pelly. On, yeah, he's due. He's due. I haven't seen I, Pelly yeah. for a while. Oh yeah, we're gonna make that happen. Uh, I really do do enjoy doing these podcasts. Oh, it's it's absolutely it's fun. Now, it's good times. The one thing is though, and I always think about it afterwards, and, and it's I, I hope we don't bore people because I, I it seems because we're always talking. It seems like we're always talking about. Not the same thing necessarily, but whatever's going on in the news, which I understand we, we kind of need to sometimes, but, but it, it, like if there's stuff out there that people want us to discuss or like to hear us to discuss, tell us. Yeah. Please like send, send it. Bless you. Hold on. Got the, that's the COVID. Is oh that, my God. Is that you, Rona? Put a mask on. You know what? I Wrap got the beach towel around your I face. I got caught. You know, I got caught in the rain earlier. Wait, I'm going to go get a t-shirt. I'm going to go get my weed sprayer full of oh, hand sanitizer and blast you. You know what? I'll, Wait a minute. I, I went into Costco. Hold on. I'm going to take care of that, that COVID in you one second. What? Get out of here. You know what? Put that thing. I don't know what you're getting, but I don't care. Don't bring it back in here. You know what? I don't want that cattle prod in here. Coach Nick uh, out on the ranch. You know what? This is the only... Oh, get out. I hate that thing. That's you know what? the only cure for COVID right, right you, know what? you know what? Listen, listen. All right. It, to everybody listening, if you ever hear that sound, it means that you better move. Um, <laughs> you know, in policing, the use of uh, <clears throat> conducted energy weapons uh, is not... Uh, you know, an experience uh, on the wrong end that you will enjoy uh, to everybody out there that decides to, you know, protest, get rowdy, you know, police have uh, equipment uh, to deal with uh, combative and violent people. Um, don't be mistaken for one of those, <laughs> Yeah, you know, and, uh, <laughs> but yeah, also, so to finish my, yeah, if there's anybody that wants something specific discussed, let us know ahead of time. Yeah, oh, absolutely. I'm, I'm like, Either I've sent a DM to, to Mark or myself or leave a comment on the YouTube page about topics. And, you know, if we need to research it, we'll do a little bit of research and, and happy, to, happy to talk about it. It's like, we, you know, it's kind of we appreciate the people that, that, that tune in and listen in on a weekly basis and download the podcast when they're driving to work or if they're working in the garden. But we want, you know, just as much as we like talking about the things that interest us, we, we just as, as equally like to talk about the things that, that you that interest you and that you would like to hear about as well. So like, you know, by well, all means. Okay. Well, you know what, Mo moving on to our last topic for the evening, because I think this one, this was an important one. I, um, I managed to get myself into a Costco the other day. With, with <laughs> okay. And I, yeah, I, I got, heard this already. This I, is good. I, I immediately, you know, walked into Costco. I've been prepared. Somebody told me that you were going to have to wear a mask in Costco. Some places, I guess. Yeah. All right. That you're, that you're required to wear a mask. So, you know, I walk in to uh, Costco and I'm already putting on my mask and, you know, I'm, I'm standing, you know, um, did you have a hole cut in the, in the front of it? Like some people do so they, no. can, breathe, so they can breathe, so they can breathe. It's so Honestly, it's like, so are we wearing masks now? Cause it seems like every, every three days it changes. You know, at the first, the world health organization said there was, uh, you know, very little to no chance that you were going to get it. And then, then masks weren't necessary. Now they're I think they flip flopped four times on regular masks and twice on oh, a cloth masks. Apparently cloth masks are okay. Now, you know, what? they didn't used to be okay. So it's like, anyways, you know, what? They're, 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 they're monkeying around maybe with the comfort levels by, you know, relaxing things a little bit. Uh, I don't like the idea of being told I can't shop for my food if I don't have a mask on. It, it, honestly, it, it just, it left a bad taste in my mouth, especially when the numbers and the results uh, being put forward by, you know, the CDC indicate that it's got, it's got a fatality rate that is so low, so much lower oh, yeah, the than they part. projected. And I mean, and, and first of all, I want to get it right out there. I'm not saying that there's no disease. 
disease. I'm not saying that at all. And I'm not saying that there is a very vulnerable portion of our population uh, in our elderly and the people that are immune compromised. I'm not saying that it doesn't exist. However, the numbers would seem to indicate that it is somewhere in the neighborhood of, you know, 35 to 45 less lethal than a common flu. There's flu. There's some kind of flu floating around for sure, but I don't believe for a second it hasn't been overblown. Uh, And and I look at that mask now as just a psychological control tactic. It's it's honestly, it's absolutely it's, stupid. It's, it's engineered they, fear. Oh my God, I haven't got a mask. I'm going to die. You, well, you know, you're, well, you're being told you can't. And I mean, I had my conversations with people while I was there. It was interesting seeing people be spaced out, you know, with the X's on the ground. I see everywhere yeah. I go now. And, and you know what? And I have no problems at all maintaining a healthy distance and, you know, respecting people's space. Um, you know, I like to fuck around. I'm one of those guys that'll actually put my foot like, you know, off the X. Or start, start, start coughing behind no. Oh, see, I don't do that fake, to people. Fake what, you sneeze. Know you know, fake that's, sneeze. That's, that's, that's not cool at all. No, you know what? But I'm in the line at, like, you know, the post office. I get a total charge out of talking to people because, you know what? You'd be amazed how many people you'll find out there that absolutely believe that it's ridiculous. But they don't want to say anything because yeah. everybody's been socially engineered to think that that you're some kind of weirdo if you don't think that there is a flu going around or if you don't wear a mask or something, it's ridiculous. You can can see people, um, you know, light up when you start to engage in conversation that, you know, starts off with how you survive in the corona season and ends with, you know, them looking at you going saying, I, you know, it's ridiculous. It's like, yeah, you know, like it's just, you know, the problem is, is that everybody's probably going to get it. Um, you know, from what I'm hearing, it's very contagious, but like the fatality rate is so low that, you know, and uh, so many people are asymptomatic. And I think what they're learning now is it was a here months before we knew it was, or before they made the announcement at least people, there's tons of people that are asymptomatic during the flu season as well. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And, and I don't believe that, you know, wrapping everybody up in bubble wrap is going to make things any better. You know, our immune system is very dependent from what I understand. That's that's what the immune system does. That's yeah. the job of the immune yeah. system. So, so why, why you would uh, externally try and um, you know uh, create what would become naturally a, a deficiency in your immune system? Like, I mean, if you're constantly because then. Here, here, put, let's put the tinfoil hat on because then we need to take the vaccine from oh Bill Gates. Oh, God, the vaccine. <laughs> you know, I, like, I, I loved it right from the very beginning. We didn't even know, we didn't even know what this fucking thing was yet. Corona had just come in and, you know, it, it wasn't long before Justin Trudeau came out of his cuckoo clock and said, you know, we won't go back to normal. There were, this is the new normal until we develop a vaccine. I'm like, whoa, hold on a second. It's a little early to start talking about that, isn't it? Like, we don't even know what's going Those on. Globalists yet. planting the seed. Well, you know what? I thought it was kind of funny. One. I thought it was kind of funny that we would jump to like, you know, not, you know, not a cure. <laughs> like, there's going to be a vaccine. It's not a cure. What, what, what's he talking about? Like, I mean, we don't. We, we just found out that there may be a virus that you know could jump from Wuhan to here, and of course, they let the international flights keep flooding in. Still, nobody was. Nobody's. Nobody's being quarantined to uh, depending on how much of a stink people raise you know uh asking people to stick around and you know for a little bit or you know uh self-impose quarantine for 14 days which i mean you just can't trust i mean like the idea that you would allow you know um a virus to jump across an ocean 
Um, you know, like it just, it didn't make any sense. Like bring Canadians home. I get it. You know, there are people over there that got to come they're back. Canadian nationals. Absolutely. Yeah, you know what? Make, make allowances for that. Bring them back on, you know, as many plane loads as you can all at once. And then, you know, quarantine them for the 14 days, make sure they're clear. You know, it's, it, it could potentially be a bad virus and, you know, it does have a fatality rate at the end of the day. It could kill you. I mean, like I could sit there and say that, you know, point zero zero one three four percent isn't much. It's, it's, it's not much unless unless you're the person that's dying, in which case it actually is just, you know, awful. Um, you know, the idea that it's killing our seniors, um, you know, and it's running through, you know, old age homes, you know, it, it's really disturbing, you know, to uh, see the state of affairs of some of these places. I mean, I, I, I definitely, you know, well, when been I, to a few. Yeah. And I, I, I mean, I didn't watch much political TV coverage this week, but I did watch, uh, a little bit the other day when, when Rob Ford was up there, uh, or sorry, Doug Ford was up there yeah. um, talking about uh, the inquiry and, and the, 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 sorry, not the inquiry, the results from the Canadian military going in for that three week or whatever it was, two, three week assessment. Mm -hmm. And and some of the stuff that they were finding conditions were deplorable. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, so I'm happy to see that he that they're going to be doing an investigation because based on that, it's clear that, that there's a huge issue, especially in the for-profit mm. um, long-term care facilities. Yeah, yeah. So, and of course, then there's there's Andrea Horvath comes out and always has something negative to say, and maybe Andrea take the hint. There's a reason that you've never been elected the leader. Okay, so <laughs> because all you do is point your finger, sit on the fence. And say what everybody else does wrong. Okay, so again, in 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 classic Andrew Horvath fashion, saying that uh, it, it uh, that it's not good enough because it's not an independent study or something like that. Blaming Ford for the conditions. Listen, if it's something that is province-wide systemically and it's an issue that that was there before Ford got in there. Mm -hmm. Let's let's be honest. That didn't just. The uh, uh, decline into the state that it's in since Ford's been in power. So, you know, like, let's call a spade a spade here, right? Does something need to be done? Absolutely. He's going to do something about it? Sure. It, will, will that change? Hopefully, I'm sure there's going to be some recommendations come out of it and it'll, they'll be implemented day one, mm. right? But, but like, it's, it's, again, it's a pandemic, and I understand that you're not a member of the same political party, Andrea, but, like, honestly, give it a rest. I'm, I'm tired of looking at your face complain. <laughs> I really am, right? You've got other issues way closer to home about people in your family that tend to post pictures online that maybe they shouldn't, you know, post. Worry about that. Yeah. And maybe worry about putting yourself in a position where you actually do something, where you, where you are an electable official. You know... I got to tell you, seeing uh, Andrea Horvath speak is never uh, a, a pleasant experience for me. And to know she's from my hometown really sucks. Yeah. You know, like, she's from H-Town. Like, you know what? It's like, oh, God, no. Really? You know, I wish like we somebody, got enough problems. You know what? And if it wasn't bad enough that Andrea was from <laughs> Hamilton... But then I also find out that Catherine McKenna is from the West Mountain. <laughs> she wasn't the same high school I did. No. She was four years behind me. Oh, dude. When I saw her for the first time, and this whole thing about a couple years ago, whatever it was about Climb Up Barbie, I couldn't nail it. But I'm looking at her on TV, and I'm like, 
I know, like, why does she look so familiar? Oh, God. Oh. And it took me, it took me a long time to figure, to it, figure out. it out. How could you forget her? And I, How could you forget her? Because it's only her? been like 34 Shame. years. Shame on Well, I didn't hang out with her. <laughs> she was like four years behind me or something. Oh, okay. I was like grade 13. She was like grade 10. Mm. Wow. And, and I'm like, and finally, Donna, I'm like, I think I went to high school with her. So lo and behold, I do a Google search for her for her bio. Yeah. And it listed St. Mary's High School. Oh, no I'm like, are you kidding me? One of the biggest clowns in on federal politics, and I had to go to high school with Dude. And I did not hang out with her for the record. <laughs> I was just going to ask that. Okay. And then, you know what? I, wa- I wanted to say this, too, about... Uh, your uh, commentary regarding uh, the state of affairs in some of the old age homes. I, I got to tell you, even I had my experience. Um, and, and of course, it was never taking care of one of my grandparents. The uh, two places that took care of my grandparents were absolutely fantastic. They were uh, amazing places. St. Joe's Villa. Mm. Yeah. Yep. You know, and they still they, have a great reputation. Yeah, they, they got a great reputation and uh, they're really terrific uh, and patient people. But, uh, you know, a lot of people don't realize this, but uh, back in 2007, you know, I had my run in uh, in a bad way with um, a senior's home. I was out in uh, Huntsville. <laughs> Did they chase you down in their walkers? They th- <laughs> no, no, no. But there, well, there was a fire at a. Uh, oh, I remember you telling me yeah, this. Yeah, there was a, there was a fire at a converted hotel um, or motel rather and it had been converted into a senior's home and this was just kind of a coincidental thing that you happened y- upon isn't yeah, it yeah yeah i just i stumbled i stumbled on this fire and uh, of course you know i was with somebody that i hadn't worked with before and we pulled into the lot really fast it was it was going really good and uh, you know you could tell that it was you know a form of residence uh, for somebody like it had um, you know, some activity and lights on. And so, you know, we pulled in and of course, none of the fire alarms are going off and none of the sprinkler systems are activated. Fantastic. And I, yeah, I'll, ne- I'll never, I'll never forget. Busting. Sounds like student housing in university. Yeah. You know, I, I'll never forget coming through those doors like a shot and being treated to the sound of, of a monitor going beep, beep. <laughs> I was like, you gotta be kidding me. Like there's no fire alarms going off. Like this place was like going up, like on the one, the one wing of the place was completely engulfed in flames and there was like nothing happening inside and it was late. And so, you know, I, I you know, at that moment I was uh, pretty disappointed with the, uh, the level of uh, fire safety, uh, you know, the place was raided for and, uh, you know, we got people out, but, um, you know, there was an inquest and I never heard another thing about it. Like the whole place burnt to the ground and they actually brought us in for questioning about what we saw when we got there. But I'm not sure what happened to that uh, particular seniors home um, or the investigation into the fire at that place. But uh, it was, uh, you know, quite the experience. And I can tell you right now that, um, you know, it's inexcusable to believe for one moment that the fire alarms wouldn't work you know, while you're sleeping, especially, um, you know, I'd love to know the outcome of that particular investigation. I'm going to have to check into that. It's been a long time since I've thought about that sort of thing. That's crazy. Yeah. It's from uh, my past life. I, um, well, something similar that happened not too long ago near McMaster university and and a young, 
young woman and, and her small child died oh, really? because there was no oh, yeah, smoke yeah, alarm or something yeah. in there, unfortunately. Yeah, so, for, you know, for a little while there, I refused to read the news. Uh, now, of course, I'm forced to read it nonstop. I, f- I have to force myself to avoid it. You know what? I can't. I don't have the luxury. I have to look at it. Some days I feel like I just, if I, I can't, I can't watch anymore. It's like it's gotten so bad. Just when you think it couldn't possibly get any worse, uh, you know. Cue oh, the cue the cue the rabbit zombie squirrels yeah, with flamethrowers. Yeah, yeah. all, all the 2020 <laughs> memes, man. They just keep coming. You know what? I gotta tell you, man. Some people have come up with some fantastic ones. Oh yeah, they have. Yeah, it's really been a treat. Anyway, you know what? Let's uh, let's call it a day. I'm gonna have me another cup of coffee and maybe finish me off another piece of chicken. You, how's your system right now? You know what? Uh, so far, so good. Is, I mean, your, I'm colon, gonna, is I'm, your colon screaming? I'm gonna, at you? I'm gonna walk it off. I'm gonna make my way back uh, back and forth here gonna, for a little bit and see gonna, how my stomach's feeling before I dump into you're one You're not going to go to my bathroom and purge no, before you go, right? No, no. You know what? I'm just, th- I'm excited about the idea of, uh, you know, getting out shooting. I've got a couple of things that I've been wanting to do. Uh, certainly, you know, the uh, COVID season has kept us uh, away from some of our favorite ranges, but we're looking to get back out there. Uh, really excited to see the Hamilton Gun Club open up again. Uh, they've done that, and uh, wow, they've really kept the grounds nice. Uh, Dunville's been, open yeah. again. They've been open for yep, about a week yeah, or two. They've been, yeah, no they've, guests, unfortunately, but yeah. they're open. You know, mo- most places are uh, looking at a no-guest policy, which really sucks right now because, you know, that would be nice to see people getting out there and uh, seeing what it is that we love as a Intr- firearm yeah. community. Introducing uh, friends. Yeah, to- if, you got, if, you got some, if you've got some property where it's uh, safe and legal to uh, discharge your firearm and show some friends how to shoot uh, and do so safely, you know, I, I encourage everybody to... Get people out. And give us a call. And give us a call. <laughs> yeah, Especially you know, if you have private property. Yeah. Let us know. <laughs> Let us know. All right, folks. We hope you've enjoyed this podcast. Coach Nick, thank you so much for joining me. Always a pleasure. All right, guys. Don't forget to like and subscribe to us on YouTube and on Instagram. And as always, Canada, don't forget to shoot straight. Stay safe.